0: So we're back, we are introing. It's terrifically confusing, probably only to me. I'm the only one who doesn't understand this <laughs> at all. because we're all we've been in the studio doing all of this at one time, but here's the reality of this. You are listening to this a week after our last episode. Mm-hmm. we hope. and it is because we went really, really long. And so
1: have we said that enough times?
0: I think so. Well, but this is a week later, and maybe yeah. somebody different is listening to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, You're different. You're listening to it. I see you. I understand you. Not you. I'm talking to the listeners. Right. So.
1: It is a continuation. In conversation. Right. Not necessarily in topic. Right. Of. Completely different topic. <laughs> we can't be trusted
0: to keep on topic. So should we do the intro? Intro now? Uh, sure. Sure. Let's do it. Welcome to the Simplicity Show with Sue and Vince, where we talk about what's happening in the credit union industry, the world, and right here on our credit union team.
1: In this episode, we are continuing a conversation that we had from last week, but then also starting but then whole also new... pivoting to a whole new topic.
0: Right. We hope you enjoy the episode. We hope you enjoy your Christmas.
1: Oh, when are mm, when are we going to post this?
0: Well, we'll post it about the week the week of Christmas, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, it'd be after. By the day, it'd be the 26th would be that Thursday. Okay. So we hope you had a wonderful Christmas.
0: Right. Sure.
1: And we recorded this two weeks before Christmas.
0: (laughs) Yes. We, oh. we might have created a rift in the space-time continuum, so we're not sure when we walk out of the studio what, it, what the world's going to look like. So mm-hmm. it's probably apes.
1: Yeah, and snow.
0: <laughs> apes and snow. Snowy apes. Snow apes.
1: <laughs> Enjoy.
0: So thank you for that. Thank you for letting me uh, work Can that I out. This? I see you, you're going to steal that pen. I, also, I want to... Uh, make sure that I mentioned I brought the same pen that we had last time, which is a very Such nice a pen, pen, and you are going to steal it.
1: I am definitely going to steal it. Okay.
0: Are you ready for I what our ready. topic oh, specifically, is? Specifically,
1: this is a, hashtag not a sponsor, <laughs> Bic Gelocity point seven, Fantastic I wonder pen. if there's
0: a difference, like if a 0.
1: 0.8. Well, oh, probably a 0. 0.5. Usually 0. 0.5 and 0. 0.7 would be.
0: Is that um. a thing you know about pens? Yeah.
1: I am, I am, you, I'm particularly a fan of the 0.5. This is a different level of
0: nerdiness that I have not seen in you before. And I am charmed (laughs) beyond comprehension right now. (laughs) I am particularly, and I quote, I am particularly a fan of the (laughs) 0.5. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Please continue.
1: Oh, that's that's it. I would have to test <laughs> and see if they even have a point five version and. Uh,
0: what is it about the point five? Is point five. Thinner. Thinner. Yeah. Okay. So. Than the point seven. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly I enjoy the point seven.
1: Clearly. Okay. Or you just don't care.
0: Just it, I actually I not got, interested in
1: that level of detail.
0: I can tell you I don't deal with that level of detail. I can tell you that this pen came from some educational thing. I attended a meeting or an educational mm. conference or something, and I, and they were like, "Oh no, you can keep the pens." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I can keep that pen. Nice, it's a good pen."
1: I've I've been considering exploring the gel pen as an option.
0: Well, and what is nice about this one? Let's spend it. Let's do about a five-hour chunk <laughs> on this pen. That what I have noticed about this one is that it doesn't. Where a lot of gel pens I've used, which I like because they are bolder and more reliable. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying all these words. <laughs> but this one, because I. I know that I'm a person who drags my hand across what I'm writing. Mm. Right? Yeah. This one doesn't schmear. It, yeah. It dries yeah. very quickly. Yeah. So.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. This is a lot. A lot for people to know. Let's move on. Okay. You know what we're going to talk about today?
1: Ballpoint versus gel pens. No.
0: Not at all. And
1: not like, we're not talking like the ones you had as a teenager. Like sparkly green gel pens. <laughs>
0: I can remember being so angry I could not do my homework in those pens. Oh. I loved those pens.
1: Yeah.
0: <gasps> I loved a scented pen. Ah, oh, If I could have done my homework in, like, a grape-scented pen, I might have graduated high school. I'm <laughs> kidding. I graduated <laughs> high school. <laughs> That's funny. I, I feel
1: like our school, our class, I should say, our, like, People went through a phase of just like drawing on themselves with all of all the colorful gel pens.
0: That seems like a thing you should do. Yeah, it's probably very healthy. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have uh, tattoo. They have temporary tattoo pens now. Really, yeah, I know, right? I just, um, I think I saw them on a Facebook end. Like everything else. If I'm not going to get it because I heard about it on a podcast, I'm probably purchasing it because of a Facebook ad. And I feel confident that that's where I saw that.
1: Okay. Is Facebook anything but an ad? No.
0: No. No. But we shouldn't complain because we're part of that problem. Yeah. Well. Okay. That's another podcast. That's another podcast? Yes. So actual topic are we, we have arrived do we do we have time
1: uh, well, not a ton of it okay but we'll get through it okay I mean we have we <laughs> keeping a clock has not been a thing we've done in the past right. so right but I, I feel like we went really today.
0: long in that intro and now we did okay well
1: well it's basically two topics though because we had uh, right we had to uh, wrap up our right resolutions okay. And oh, you know what? What? 2020, it's just not, I'm just not even going to do any resolutions. I'm, I'm only going to be reminiscing in 2020.
0: <laughs> Looking back, you used the same resolutions you did in 2019 because it's all about hindsight anyway. Yeah. 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 And also you didn't accomplish them. <laughs> so not to call so you out that. in that way, but wow. you didn't.
1: Yeah, I feel targeted. You should. Right now.
0: Okay. So our topic today is interesting facts about Christmas traditions. Oh, I know. So Fun. I have some. I By no means do I have every single Christmas tradition ever in the world. But I have some. And full disc- full disclosure, these are ones that caught my eye. These are ones I care about. <laughs> <laughs> so if I am missing something that you have questions about, it's because clearly... I didn't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So I have, I won't read all of this. So I have three, again, I want to make sure it's recorded that I have three pages of notes. But it, it's a little bit of a cheat. Because I don't know what
1: you have to prove.
0: This. Oh, man, I have so much to prove. <laughs> um, this was me going and cutting and pasting stuff from articles. So I won't read okay. the whole, all all three pages of notes. Okay. Um, although that would be the most efficient way for us to get through the next part here, I'll just read it all and be like, okay, cool. Okay, bye. Yeah.
1: So, are you? Are some of these things that you do? Are we? Are we brainstorming ideas? So we're going new to new ones, ones. to incorporate.
0: First, we're going to talk about some of where some of the ones came from. Okay. That uh, I was interested to find out about. Then we're going to talk about our own. Okay so yeah
1: well this is timely as we talked about in the last podcast yeah the last one on thanksgiving like being that finn is four now like he's right at that stage where he's going to start remembering
0: right stuff so it's like oh
1: extra pressure
0: make it right make it yeah start
1: it now because what we decide now is going to be the tradition right so
0: okay yeah. yeah it's a lot of pressure that's screwing up a tiny human.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Believe me, I tried it three times unsuccessfully. We start with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, oh! Before we, one last note on 2019. Mm-hmm. As a department, we kept saying that 2019 was the year of working things out. So. Right. We just we have to finish up working things out. Finish up working and all then that out. 2020, we're going to be worked out. Yeah. And ready to go.
0: Right. We'll finally get something done. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's all these last minute comments <laughs> like,
1: eh, yep, failed on that account.
0: <laughs> we're just, we're just
1: working it all out. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So we start. I think I'm ready. You ready? We start actually at Thanksgiving because we start with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade mm. as a Christmas tradition. Okay. Fun fact. It was originally a Christmas... Parade. I think now, ostensibly, it's still a Christmas parade because it's all Christmas themed. Um, right. And it started. The original store of Macy's was twenty blocks, twenty blocks south of Sixth Avenue near Fourteenth Street. And it, Macy's moved to its current flagship location at Broadway and Thirty Fourth Street in nineteen o two. They eventually expanded and after several expansions, they took up an entire city block with more than 1 million square feet of retail space. Wow. In celebration, so that's 1924, they were a million square feet of retail space. Um, And they call themselves the world's largest store. Mm -hmm. So in celebration, the employees organized a Christmas parade in 1924. So that was the first Macy's Christmas parade that um, featured floats, bands, and animals from the zoo and about 10,000 people. Um, Three years later. So that parade concluded with Santa Claus and the unveiling of the store's Christmas windows. Mm -hmm. So it has moved back to Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Because of Black Friday of so course. basically it ends and Christmas begins yeah for Macy's yeah um, and
1: therefore the rest of the world
0: right. Now Macy's did not invent the practice of having a Christmas parade. Philadelphia has the oldest Thanksgiving parade Ooh. Thanksgiving's Day parade. It is the Gimble's Thanksgiving Day parade It's are hard words to say mm. um, originally and that debuted in 1920.
1: Also in the movie Elf. Gimbal's? Yeah. That's the oh, name of the store.
0: I didn't even think about that. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Good pull. Nice work. Thanks. Quality. Yeah. <laughs> so their balloons have been around almost since the beginning. The balloon attractions debuted in 1927, and they were actually inspired by a, a float that was made of balloons the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Until 1938, there was an elevated train that ran down 6th Avenue, so they didn't just have to worry about wind and handlers and things like that. They had to get around the elevated train. Wow. Um, (laughs) One of the traditions, I am fascinated by this, one of the traditions that they had with the balloons in the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade did not last very long. Originally... The balloons were allowed to float away. They were temporary. They were allowed to float away. <laughs> and the people yes. that found them won gift certificates from Macy's.
1: Wow. That's intense.
0: <laughs> yeah, can you imagine?
1: Like, I have balloons of that size, too. Right. Like, that, those have some traveling power. Mm-hmm. So,
0: one of the original uh, balloons was a 60 foot dinosaur. Wow. And they would just be like, oh, oh there it goes. See a T. Find it, guys. For a gift card. Yep. (laughs) Wow.
1: How far would they go?
0: They would have to have gone a long way, right? Yeah, you would think so. Although they're pretty heavy. But they are balloons.
1: (laughs) What if it, like, (laughs) floated downtown and landed on top of one of the buildings?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all found it! (laughs) It's right there.
1: Somebody has to get there first.
0: (laughs) So that's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay. I, did your family watch that?
1: No. Not nope. really. Fun fact, I have a friend from college. He, one year, when he was in high school, was in the marching band, and they got to participate in wow. the Macy's parade. Can you imagine?
0: Yeah. He said it was pretty awesome. Wow. Fun. Yeah. Makes me wish I ever did anything that would <laughs> get me in a parade. Right? Yeah. I had stuck with the trumpet. Right. Okay. <laughs> mistletoe. Oh. What do you know about mistletoe? Uh,
1: you hang it up and are s- apparently supposed to kiss under it. Okay. Neid- neither of which my family has ever participated in. <laughs> it's never in.
0: actually <laughs> happened in here. Okay. My mother has, I don't I ha- I haven't seen her hanging up in a long, long time. Like a plastic mistletoe ball that we used to hang up in between the living room and the dining room okay. in our house. But I haven't seen it for a long time. I wonder if she still has it. Mm. But so, tell me about the mistletoe. Let me tell you about mistletoe. Um, historically, people valued mistletoe because of its healing properties. Ironically, it's poisonous. <laughs> I think that's interesting. Um, There are a lot of thoughts about... There are a lot of different origin stories for mistletoe. The one I thought was the most interesting, and only because um, I'm half Norwegian, is that according to a legend, the Norse god Baldur... Baldur? Um, Sure. He... Because, you know, the... Mythological gods, the... They led much crazier lives <laughs> than people used I'll to. Say. Yes. Um, so, according to the legend, one day Balador woke up, and um, he woke up fearing. I, this, I'm trying to read this so that it makes sense to me. He woke up one morning, afraid that every plant and animal species was set on killing him. So. Either they actually were set on killing him or he was one of the more paranoid of the Norse gods. Um, as okay. a result, his mother, Frigg, and his wife, and it doesn't say what his wife's name was it, because it turns out his mother was more important to the story, went to every plant and animal, save one, and made them promise not to kill him. <laughs> uh, according to the okay. legend... They forgot to ask the mistletoe Ah, not to kill him. Tragically. Tragically. And he was pierced by an arrow made of mistletoe. Wow. However, because it's Norse mythology, um, he was resurrected. And his mother, Frigg, was so happy. She was the goddess of love. She was so happy that he was able to be resurrected that she made a promise to kiss anyone who stood beneath mistletoe. So if you want to be kissed by the Norse goddess Frigg, that's how you do it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next,
0: are you familiar with the Christmas pickle? Oh, uh, what? <laughs> You've never you have not heard about the Christmas pickle? No. So if you go into virtually any store right now, you are likely to find a Christmas ornament that looks like a pickle. And what? for the viewers, the have
1: never seen this in my life.
0: For the listeners at home, I am demonstrating <laughs> the size of a pickle right now with About my hands. Five and a quarter inches. Right? So helpful to him. And it will have on it a little card. That talks about the, the legend of the pickle. And the idea, nobody actually knows where the tradition came from. The popular belief, and I think probably what those little cards say, is that it's a German tradition, and parents would hide the pickle. <laughs> of course it is. On, <laughs> I know, right? So now now be careful, because now we're talking the other half of my family. <laughs> 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 that they would put the pickle in with the rest of the ornaments. Okay. And that's the kid, the child of the family who found it got a special present.
1: Mm.
0: Because you think about it, it's hung on the tree, it's green. Yeah. The tree's green. Yeah. Hard to find the pickle. Yeah. So. Sure. Um but <laughs> there are certain stories that so actually um people it, what in reality, that's sort of a American marketing ploy. Not that marketing people don't tell the truth, but that's just inherently sort of untrustworthy. Inherently untrustworthy. Those marketing folk. There are Christmas pickle origin stories that are a little bit darker. Oh. For example, uh, the there is one story that says there was a during the Civil War, there was a German immigrant who was captured by the Confederate soldiers. And as he was starving to death, he begged them for food. And he begged for a pickle as his last request. They took pity on him. They gave him a pickle and granted that last wish. And because of that pickle, he had the strength to survive and escape. And he started putting a pickle ornament on the Christmas tree from that point on. Wow. I see the skepticism on your face. I'm just saying this is what the internet told me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another one. I don't know if this one's darker than Starving to Death. <laughs> uh, but it is in the same vein. Um, according to an, oh another account comes from medieval Spain. Um And this legend says that two boys traveling home from boarding school for the holidays were staying at an inn for the night. The innkeeper, who was an evil man, trapped them in a pickle barrel and left them to die. Wow. I know! (laughs) According to the legend, St. Nicholas discovered the boys and freed them by tapping the barrel with his staff but none of this is helpful to you at all because you've never actually heard of the christmas no. pickle which makes which is funny to me.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. There you have it. Yes. The pickle. Okay. We're going you ready we're going to go back to Norse mythology a little bit because we're going to talk about leaving milk and cookies for Santa. Oh. And um legendarily this one starts um started with Odin who you are familiar with from the Thor movie. <laughs>
1: Stand-up guy. <laughs> yep.
0: And according to according to this legend, Odin had an eight-legged horse named Sleipnir. Norse names. Did I ever tell you I tried to learn? I'm not Norwegian. a fan of
1: things with eight legs.
0: Yeah. Well, I was an eight-legged horse, and his name was Sleipnir. Sleipnir. I tried to learn Norwegian. Oh yeah. But it's like it's like Norwegians don't say letters that exist <laughs> so um. you
1: know my <laughs> sister-in-law is learning norwegian because her my other sister-in-law is living in norway right married a guy from norway and uh she says that uh she's she dab- dabbles in language <laughs> is that a thing <laughs> a language
0: dabbler sure
1: Uh, She says that Norwegian is one of the easier languages to learn because structurally it is very similar to English.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I suppose it matters if you try to learn it by listening. That was what caught me off guard because Mm. to hear it.
1: Right. And then to see it.
0: is like, (laughs) I don't even know how you make those noises. (laughs) Those aren't noises mouths should make. Stop it, Norway. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's funny uh, So according to the legend um, Odin has an eight-legged horse Named Sleipner, Sleipnir, <laughs> I don't know And children Chuck would... <laughs> Yeah, yep, Schleppi <laughs> <They call laughs> And they would leave treats for the horse Okay Hoping that Odin then would favor them uh. In return And um, The practice of leaving cookies for Santa became more popular again in the United States during the Great Depression, interestingly, when parents were trying to impress on their children the importance of being grateful for anything they were lucky enough to receive for Christmas. So sort of trying to rebuild Mm. that idea of generosity. Sure. Giving back. Right. Christmas cards. Does your family do Christmas cards?
1: Yeah.
0: Your wife is good at everything.
1: Now I say that because we, <laughs> knowing that we haven't gotten ours together yet this year. but
0: So do you, you do like a picture Christmas card? Yeah. Okay. And not, you haven't done like it yet? It's the 12th. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know.
1: I know. <laughs> Tell me about it.
0: Okay. What, what is it? You always say the cavalier's children have their shoes? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, exchanging holiday greetings... I'm not even going to talk about what I do with Christmas cards because it is shameful. Um, because I ha- I basically, my Christmas card tradition involves nothing but good intentions and no actual action. <laughs> so, okay, that's where I'm at. Fair enough. Exchanging holiday greetings via mail is surprisingly a recent tradition. I mean, mail is kind of a recent tradition too. So I guess it's not. Really <laughs> um, with the first formal card hitting shelves in. 1843 it was designed by an Englishman named JC Horsley who probably knew sleep near like a horse and it the I don't know, I'm thinking about the horse <laughs> the cardboard greeting showed a happy group of people participating in a toast along with the it printed was the first stock image right It's the very first stock image it was mailed in 1843! <sighs> And it had printed set of it a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. He printed a thousand of them that first wow. year because it cost a penny to mail a holiday hello to friends, and the family. Uh, oh, to friends and family, the card itself cost a shilling, or about twelve cents. Yeah. The cards sold like hotcakes, and a new custom was born. Boom. Today, Americans send around two billion cards every year. And I do not participate. <laughs> you are not part of that statistic. Not of that statistic. <laughs> yes. How about the Christmas tree? How about it? How about it? So. I
1: think the, the biggest question of our day is real or artificial. This. Uh, we can talk about this when we talk about our traditions, I guess. Yeah. But since kay. you're talking about the tree, we should talk about that.
0: Okay. Make a mental note. Okay. Okay. Christmas tree, as far back as 600 BC, evergreen trees were placed alongside um, another divine being with a birthday celebration in December, the sun god Mithras. Northern European sun-worshipping cultures had a strong interest in evergreens. They hung bows in their homes to help revive the weak sun was the idea when the days were the darkest and dreariest, nearing the winter solstice. Christmas trees weren't really a big thing in the world until about 1605. And the legend says that it was Martin Luther, who the German reformer Martin Luther, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who was (laughs) as opposed to just Martin Luther from Plainfield. (laughs) (laughs) Different guy. Yeah. Um, who was inspired, he was walking through the forest, and was inspired by the beauty of an evergreen under a starry sky one Christmas Eve. And he, so he who cut down... Who walking in a forest at night? <laughs> Martin Luther. You know, Man. he was an interesting guy. He just had, he, like, he was a very... Uh, he was a very uh, Martin Luther-going-to-do-what-Martin Luther-going-to-do kind of guy. <laughs> Um, Hence
1: the Reformation.
0: Yes, exactly. Where do you get a Reformation from? A guy like that. Yeah. Um, So he was so inspired by its beauty under the starry sky that he did what we all do and cut it down and brought it home. (laughs) That's beautiful there. I think I will take it away from there. (laughs) Put it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I can remember how beautiful it was in that other spot.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, have you heard about upside down Christmas trees? No. Where recently, do
1: you find all of this
0: stuff? Oh, the internet is an amazing thing. Um. So, this article I have heard of upside down Christmas trees. There uh, some people. This says recently there has been a twist on how to decorate a Christmas tree. Some people in businesses have begun hanging their Christmas trees upside down from ceilings.
1: That seems like a lot of work.
0: Does it?: Yeah. I suppose. It depends. So I have seen it. Oh, um, Don't ask me where, but I've definitely seen it. When I, I, what I know about it is, I saw this picture in this article, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, what's the deal there?" Um, and it turns out... This is sort of one of those things where maybe people say, oh, this was our new and innovative way of doing this. And actually, it could be tied back to an ancient tradition (laughs) in the 12th century. The Polish holiday of Wigilia or in the 12th century, the top or bow of a fir tree be hung pointing down from the rafters, usually facing the dinner table, and then adorned with fruits, nuts, shiny sweets, straw ribbons, gold pine cones, and other ornaments. It was St. Boniface who was credited with bringing the upside-down Christmas tree to Christianity. Legends say that the 8th century saint saw pagans preparing to celebrate the winter solstice by sacrificing a young man under an oak tree. Again, very dark. <laughs> and was angered by the ritual. Good on you, St. Boniface. Mm-hmm. The saint chopped down the tree, and when a fir, gre- fir tree... Use your words. Grew in its place. He cut that one down too. Then hung it upside down to try to use the triangular shape as a tool to explain the Holy Trinity to the pagans while trying to convert them. Wow. So everything that you think is a new and innovative thing.
1: Yeah. Ain't nothing Somebody- new under the sun. A- right. The town that our school, our college was in was St. Bonifacius. Hmm. Hmm. Mm.
0: Okay. I feel like there's a. I don't know where it is. Uh, never mind. There's a Saint. I know that there is a Saint Boniface Church congregation somewhere in the area. Okay. Merry Christmas to you all. <laughs> if you're listening, you're not, but it's fine. Um. So, where do Christmas presents come from? Why do we give presents at Christmas?
1: Uh the wise men giving gifts to baby Jesus
0: That is legendarily, at least that is the, the for the Christian tradition. That's where that comes from. Interestingly. Ancient Romans were known uh, before this says literally what this says is before Jesus stepped on the scene, which is a really cool way to bring up Jesus. <laughs> Like he's stepping on the floor of the club. (laughs) Before he stepped on the scene, ancient Romans were known to exchange presents during the winter solstice holiday Saturnalia, which celebrated Saturn, and it included giving gifts to friends and family because they believed generosity at that winter solstice time would then bring good fortune in the following year. Mm -hmm. Um, As the Roman Empire started... To come under Christian rule, many new followers of the faith found themselves holding on to that custom. So they brought, don't break the other microphone, they <laughs> brought that into that celebration as well. Also, a lot of people feel so this is a three prong origin story. Okay. There's the story of the, the Magi, there's the Saturnalia holiday, and then there's St. Nicholas. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Who, as we know, inspired Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. He was a fourth century Christian bishop who was known for his kindness and generosity and often handed out gifts to poor children. After his passing, the date of his birth, it says the date of the 6th of December was dedicated to celebrating his life. I assume that means that was the date of his birth and not the day he passed away. Um, because only Elvis fans do that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but I was dedicated to celebrating the life of the saint, which is why we have St. Nicholas Day, mm-hmm. and which is a thing we talked about with somebody we worked with this week. Yeah. Did your family celebrate St. Nicholas Day? No. Okay, yeah. We never did either. And, uh, it wasn't until... It I seems st-
1: like it would be cool too.
0: Right? <laughs> I, I, that is one of those things where I think, like, could we just start doing that? Yeah, all right even though I missed the opportunity as a child. <laughs> but I think you, what you'll find is now that you're the parent, you're not getting gifts, so it's not as fun. <laughs> so maybe you just skip over it. It's just one more thing you have to remember to do. <laughs> and my really my whole experience with St. Nicholas Day or St. Nick's Day is working with other women who are like, oh my gosh, it's the 4th of December and I forgot to get anything. <laughs> I have to go right after work and do it. So, because it's not
1: like you get a day off work that helps you remember. Right. That's a thing you should do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I probably, probably that's why I never did it because I have enough going on. Right. I don't need to throw one more thing on there, one more expectation that I have to mm-hmm. meet. Yeah. Or not meet. Or not meet for that matter so let's talk about your christmas traditions mm-hmm. well we know we already know you don't know about the pickle or the upside down nope. Christmas tree no nope. you don't do the mistletoe no nope. um you don't I'm not even sure I'm starting to think you don't do ma- the Thanksgiving day parade no um do you leave cookie milk and cookies um we
1: have at my like we always did at my parents house okay and so I'm trying I don't think we have at our house at all Trying to remember. Maybe this is difficult.
0: But spoilers, do you know who gets to eat that cookie? Right? You do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe we have. Yeah. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember what we did last year. Okay.
0: Well, and last year would have been probably the first year you probably would have thought about thought yeah. of it anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We'll have to talk about that.
0: I would encourage you to do it. That I can remember. When the kids were little, doing that, and also having to like Christmas Eve after the kids went to bed was the bulk of the Christmas present wrapping.
1: Mm. So it would be that's a thing I've experienced. That's (laughs) a Christmas tradition. (laughs)
0: That is a Christmas tradition, and I hate it so much. Um,
1: One o'clock in the morning rolls around, (gasps) like oh,
0: right, and you're oh, and when you when you Hit that wall, what? Where you're like, we're not, just, we're just not going to put that toy together right now. <laughs> 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 it's they're going to have to open it up in the box, and we'll put it together <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so it was this experience of me still panicking. I feel like all my stories make my husband look really bad. He's a good guy. Me still panicking <laughs> about Christmas and getting things wrapped and him going, uh, is it time for me to eat the cookie yet? Sh- can, I, can I eat the cookie now? <laughs> no, you can't. At least wait until we're going to bed so we're not sitting here with a partially eaten cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was the thing he liked to participate in, okay. is the ceremonial eating. eating. Of the not of the whole cookie. Right. But leaving part of the cookie. Yeah. 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 So... But he never wanted to eat the carrots. We left carrots, too. And I'd be like, you're going to eat the carrots? <laughs> I want to eat the carrots. I want to eat the cookie. Yeah, right? <laughs> carrots are boring. <laughs> just a cookie.
1: <laughs> Have we talked about on the pine podcast, or even between just the two of us, on uh, my thoughts on the whole Santa thing with kids?
0: Maybe. Refresh my memory.
1: So we don't do the whole Santa thing. I mean, it's not like we're like, oh no, they're like we just up front, like, yeah, it's it's a fun story. That Oh, it's okay. Cool. And we go see him at the lights. Oh, which is a thing I should talk about. Okay. Uh but my opinion has always been even like I <laughs> This is a very self-serving opinion. I work way too hard the rest of the year. To
0: give this guy. For some. Who it turns out is the grandfather of somebody we used to work with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, For some guy to just pop down the chimney and take all the credit. And be like, here's
0: this stuff. Look how great I am. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Like, no, thank you. Okay. I'll take that credit. Thank you very much.
0: That is really self-serving. I don't think that's how Christmas is supposed to be celebrated. (laughs) Because, you know, afterwards they find out, and then they look back at it, right? Like, you still get credit. And then they get to believe in magic. Well, they see, get-
1: I, I've also heard stories of that generating some bitterness.
0: Really? Yeah. And when you say you've heard stories, do you mean you were bitter about it as no. a child? No. Okay. No. No.
1: Because also my parents were, like, basically took the same approach. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah, Okay. but I've heard of... Well, and and particularly, uh, it was a situation where the parent let it go for far, too, and, like, kept it going, kept it going. And they were, like, I don't know, eight, nine?
0: Do you think that's too far?
1: And then the kid found out, like, from their friends. Okay. And so... So then it, then it turned into a whole thing of, like,
0: you lied to me. Wow. All that time.
1: Yeah. That, so. is,
0: that is a child that is really showing some gratitude. <laughs> that I would have to drop the hammer on that kid. <laughs> 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 but actually, if that were my kid, I'd be like, yep. Oh, but why Why did you? Because I did. Because that's what you do. That's my job. It's <laughs> 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 how I'm supposed to handle this. I handled it the way I'm supposed to handle it. <laughs> You deal with whatever you got going on <laughs> because I'm a great parent. Okay. That's how I handle things. Okay. That was my job. Oh, you didn't like it? Aw. <laughs> suck it up.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow.
0: I don't think I've ever told you how many times we use the phrase suck it up in my family. That <laughs> <laughs> was walk it off and suck <laughs> it up. We're probably.
1: If there's two oh, things wait, your kids I have a
0: great joke. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> we said walk it off and suck it up in our family more than I love you. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wow. Wow. Prime parenting here, folks.
0: Why does that make me laugh so hard? I don't know. Mm. Lord, I have to cool myself off now. <laughs> that made me laugh. Okay, sorry. Don't Where were we? I don't look at me like that. <laughs> we're still <laughs> talking. About. Well, we were talking about tr- Christmas traditions, and I did not actually uh, falter from the path because <laughs> if there is one Christmas tradition that has held strong in my family, it is the phrase "suck it up." <laughs> Now, fortunately, that is a tradition that is um, multi-purpose and year-round in our family. Okay. So. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so what other things? Okay, I'm back. I'm very serious in doing my job now. What are traditions that we didn't talk about?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh. So. Maybe so. Here's how, like, there's other, I'll go into, like, just walking through Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, because that's okay. really the, like, okay. we have Christmas with my side of the family, Christmas with her side of the family, and uh, that's, based, that's your traditional getting together, eating, lots of good food.
0: So is it two <laughs> Christmas meals? Yeah. Ham, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So... And in, interestingly, maybe, we don't. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't really do a big meal ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, because it's like we have two other big meals to look mm-hmm. forward to. So, but uh, what we have moved to because before we had kids, uh, and Natha's mom's when she was working, she. Sometimes had to work on Christmas. Sometimes, so if she didn't work Thanksgiving, she worked Christmas. If she worked Thanksgiving, she didn't work. So it was Mm -hmm. kind of a switch, flippy floppy thing. But uh, so we would sometimes still do Christmas Day with one of the families. Uh, That has since changed since we have had kids. We're like, "Mm, we really want that day for our family.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so the Extended family stuff is on different days that changes just depending on scheduling. But uh, one thing apart from those days that we'll do is go to the lights in town, Mm -hmm. the rotary lights. Uh, We try to go, like we've tried to go the first day they opened, which would be Black Friday, uh, this year we had one of our Thanksgiving meals on that day, so we didn't wind up going to the lights then. But we have found that is generally the warmest time it's mm-hmm. going to be, mm-hmm. so that makes it much more pleasant to go then. But Christmas Eve, uh, we have church service that starts at eight, which is PM. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little late. Mm. Uh, especially considering the kids are usually sleeping by that already. But uh, uh, so that, then go home, get them to bed, then wrap the presents. Uh, mm. That's the thing I want to change this year is having all the presents wrapped before that so that it is not 1 o'clock in the morning and we're still halfway right. through presents. Right. Uh, then waking up. Oh, so, yeah, so getting up, more what we have— done rather than a big supper meal is doing more of a bigger breakfast meal. Mm, So mm -hmm. uh, enjoy doing that. Get up, breakfast, scripture reading, stockings, presents. And then at that point, it's just kind of hanging out. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year, I know, we had my... The plan was that, all the traditional stuff. Oh, we also do uh, eggnog, Mm -hmm. like, during the present opening situation, which is delightful, except when you are full from a big breakfast and then you're sipping on a very thick drink. (laughs) It's like... (laughs)
0: It's a yeah. this, this is I have to drink this. This
1: is more for the uh, the tradition of it all mm. than, like, uh, usually get through a few sips and, like, yeah, it's, okay, <laughs> check the box. <laughs> check the eggnog box. Ah. But last year, so we got through the morning stuff, and then, like I said, our plan is usually just to hang out during the day. Well, her parents came over, stopped by, because they were on their way to lunch. They were going to go out for lunch in town. They're like, oh, do you want to go out for lunch? We're like, I don't have anything else going, so why not? And then went out to lunch with them, and then they came back to our place, and we just hung out for the day. So that was lovely. Nice. But, yeah. So no, so no after the morning, no official plan is the tradition. Uh I'm trying to think tradition wise oh two comments three <laughs> tree presence letter okay just so I, if I, in case I forget okay so letter we'll start with that my mom always writes a uh, letter from Santa
0: from Santa yeah okay
1: which is basically a recap of the year mm-hmm and so then we'll go around, uh, and each read our the paragraph in reference to us. So
0: that's adorable. That'll be cool, right? Yeah. That'll be. I mean, do you save those?
1: Yeah, she's got all of the. So it's like a nice family. Like in the moment, I'll be honest. In the moment, it just feels awkward mm-hmm. because you, and and especially as we've gotten older, like. Know that you wrote this and it's a letter from Santa and whatever, but but it is a very lovely tradition and nice to have then later on Mm -hmm. this catalog of family history, really. I love that so, yeah, that's fun. Um, getting to the tree, so that's where I go back to, like, artificial versus real. Mm-hmm. For always growing up, we always had a real tree. And my dad was like, we need to have a real tree. When we got married, we're like, real trees are a lot of work, and we can just buy it. And, and I think her family had done the artificial thing for a while at that point, and I was all on board with that. Like, I love a real tree. It's a lot of work. So... We just got an artificial tree, and that was that. And I think in the last just couple years even, my mom finally talked my dad into getting an artificial tree. (laughs) Because really at that point they had, I, I don't remember at what point they got the artificial tree, but there was a couple of the kids still in the house, and it's a lot of work and it it just wasn't working anymore to line up everybody's schedules to go out and get the thing cuz they they liked to get everybody together go mm. out and get it you know the whole tree getting experience but with working and it, it just was not happening how it used to happen so finally said okay artificial tree uh What was the third thing? Presence Presence. Oh, yes so uh and this will be this will lead into the I'll, st- I'll shut up finally and <laughs> hand it off to you as a question but how the so question is how how do you handle the present opening experience? Mm. So I have two ends of the spectrum experience two ends of the spectrum um, in our Growing up, we always did, like, one person at a time, just starting with the youngest, then go to the oldest and cycle through over and over. And it got to the point where my mom actually labeled them in a number order uh, because one year I opened a Wii remote before I opened a Wii. (laughs) So that the from that point on she's like mm, I'm numbering this <laughs> so we don't have that experience again. I mean it was great, mm-hmm. but it was just like oh, we were oh, oh, I know what the next thing, <laughs> right? So anyway, uh so then we carried that on and in on my wife's side of the family, they uh it was more of the like, separate them all out and then kind of go around, um, but it was less organized, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, because sometimes you'd have multiple people opening at the same time. Uh, so, I guess the, that is the two ends. Maybe there's more ways to do it, but those are the two ways that I have experienced. Um, I do, if I can, I do prefer, maybe just because I grew up with it, but the specifically taking turns, one, it it does draw out the process. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but then, two, it's nice to sort of partake in the, like, watching other people get excited about stuff. So, that's fun. I like that. And I think I hope, we'll see as the kids grow up. <laughs> hopefully, help. I'm I'm projecting a lot of meaning onto this now, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, if I, to your point, like helps. The the one thing you noted about one tradition or other, like uh, build in that sense of gratitude and like Cookies. making it about the giving and the right. experiencing that rather than just about
0: getting. getting Right. Opening presents. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, oh, here's the thing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
0: This
1: is, this is not going to shock you. There's a little okay. bit of a lead up to this, but okay. final ready. final tradition, this is not going to shock you in any way, shape, or form. So a uh, thing we also always have done is video, like my mom would just set up, you know, camera in the corner the camcorder just to let it run no, mm-hmm. nothing no fancy camera work but just again for family history recording that so uh i have done that as well the the thing that will not surprise you is to aid in that process last year uh i i got the camcorder set up got the nice wide shot of the living room. I had the couch, the one of our couches, and it, the end of the couch on one side of the frame, the tree on the other side of the frame so we could see all what was going mm-hmm. on just outside of the frame on the left side. Right. I set up a light. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, just to make sure we could see everything well, nicely.
0: yeah. You mean you need good light. It's no good. You don't want to watch it if the lighting's not good. <laughs> What even? Why even record? Why even have memories? Right. With poor lighting. Right. Throw them away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so my my kids had to open their presents under a video light.
0: Seems fine. Totally yeah. legitimate.
1: Yeah. But you <laughs> could see everything on the video, okay. so
0: that's what matters. Mhm. That's what matters, and it wasn't shaky. It wasn't somebody like a cell phone camera.
1: No. Like,
0: ugh, nice work. Yeah. Quality. Yeah. So that's a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the most, the most reliable things about my Christmas, and we will see what this year brings, but is I've been very fortunate in that since Doc and I have been married, uh, it's been really consistent, and his family we they're not big celebrators. My family is more the big celebrators, so we do Christmas Eve. It was for a hundred years, Christmas Eve with my parents, mm-hmm. and Christmas Eve involves uh, us, my brother and his wife, my parents, and everyone in that group exchange basically exchanges gifts, right? Yeah. Um, but as my you know when. When my kids, even now, when my kids were little and getting multiple presents, those don't happen on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Those don't exist until Christmas Day. Yeah. So, and Christmas Eve is always a lot of food, but not a big meal. So it's Mm -hmm. all hors d'oeuvres.
1: I forgot. There's always a. Pre-party at my sister-in-law's house. Nice. Same situation. Yeah. A lot of food, not a big meal. It's a perfect way to describe it.
0: I think we have this is a Christmas tradition. I think we have talked about not on the podcast. I have to tell I have to talk about it now. Now I'm very excited. One of the Christmas traditions. And it's actually a Christmas and a New Year's tradition. Along with all, like we'll do uh We'll do a pig in a blanket, or we'll do a mm. barbecue meatball, or we'll mm-hmm. do like a, like shrimp, a, a yeah. shrimp cocktail. Like there's a lot of that stuff. A
1: meaty hors d'oeuvre.
0: Happening. Yeah. And we will do cannibal sandwiches. Do you know what a... Have we talked about cannibal sandwiches?
1: I, it rings a bell. It strikes me every time you say that. Yes. Like it makes me go... <laughs>
0: it is only the most delicious thing in the world. <laughs> Because you're a cannibal. Because, hence the name. <laughs> it is. But listen, I'm not the only one. Our family is not the only one that does this. It is perfectly fine. It is raw ground Chuck. And we used to have a cat named Chuck, and we used to make a lot of jokes about that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you never uh, told me that. Yes. Part. Yes. Um, oh,
1: that's. Hilarious.
0: And it, so it's raw ground chuck on <laughs> cocktail rye with onions and salt and pepper and maybe a little seasoned salt, a little garlic salt. Okay. I don't know what it is about it. Huh. It is one of the most delicious things in the world. That happens on Christmas Eve.
1: Mm. I don't know how I feel
0: about that. You should feel very good because <laughs> it is very good. I don't know why. I wouldn't – I don't think – I think – I. that's a food – I do not it's not like like we'll do shrimp or we'll do a, mar- a barbecue meatball and there are other times of the year where I would eat a barbecue meatball or mm-hmm. like a like a shrimp cocktail situation but it is only specifically this time of the year that and now that I've brought it up mm-hmm. I will be craving that mm-hmm. all the way through Until, New Year's yeah right sure
1: <laughs> so well, it's. I mean it's kind of like We talked about on the last one, the corn pudding, right? Like, there's Mm -hmm. just, like, why is this the only time of the year that we eat this?
0: Exactly. But it is. But it is.
1: And it's amazing.
0: There's And there's, I mean, it's ground beef. (laughs) Right? You you haven't
1: even cooked it, you You, monster. (laughs) It's like
0: the easiest thing to make. Because you're not even taking the trouble to cook it. (laughs) Why couldn't you eat it just any time? But we don't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There is a specific dessert as part of the smorgasbord of or dervy type things.
0: I love the word smorgasbord. Can I just say that? Yeah. I think I've told you that. Yeah. Love it. Anyway, smorgasbord.
1: My sister-in-law makes. It is a toffee base. Most, I'd say, three quarters toffee. A single layer of nuts, cashews, or pecans, usually. And... Then topped off with a thin layer of
0: chocolate. Lovely,
1: lovely, aptly named as she calls it, Christmas crack.
0: That is like the thing that I make with pretzels. That's the thing we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That. What is it about that stuff? <sighs> it is so. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't
1: stop eating it. Right. Hence the name.
0: Do you, does your family indulge in an angel food candy?
1: Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Uh, Is that, is that like the sponge cake thing?
0: It's it's sponge candy covered in chocolate.
1: Yeah, that's like crunchy, spongy. Right. My wife's family is a fan. Okay. I don't dislike it. It is not my first of choice.
0: Angel food candy, to me, is one of the strangest things in the world. Because as much as I love it, it is one of the pieces of candy I love that is essentially inedible. There's nothing about eating like it's crunchy for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the pieces are they're too large for your yeah, mouth. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: you're like cutting your mouth trying <laughs> right? to eat it. That's. Yeah,
0: I don't know like, why this hurts so good. And you can you really you can eat one piece, and that's all you need, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is enough. But. You can't help but then eat another piece. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the line from the right amount of angel food candy to way too much angel food candy.
1: It's in one piece. Quick
0: and unexpected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you should have a piece and a quarter. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow. And that would be perfect. Yeah.
1: The thing I have to get past is that uh, a thing that gives me the heebie jeebies is two pieces of styrofoam like rubbing right. against each other. Yes. And that creates that it's sometimes. like as you're
0: biting styrofoam. Yeah. I and mean, it's yeah. just
1: like. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Unfl-
0: but delicious. But, but somehow. We keep eating it. Yeah. <laughs> why why do so many of these conversations end up just with food? Probably because we're hungry. Probably. Haven't eaten lunch yet? That could be. Mm-hmm. So snacky food, Christmas Eve. Yeah. The process for present giving mm-hmm. is someone has to play Santa.
1: Oh. So that
0: is we do it every time. There's a with love, there's a lot of bullying in my family. <laughs> It's everyone else is telling everyone else you should play Santa. You should play Santa. Why aren't you Santa? You'd be Santa. Ah. Nobody's like, oh, I want to play Santa. I don't know why.
1: See, that was the fight in our house growing
0: yeah. up. Nobody. I don't know what it is about it.
1: It was. It was always my dad until a certain point when then I was, air quote, old enough to do. It. And then as we got, then I was like, then, <laughs> then the when younger you were ones. Old enough. Yeah. Yes. Then the younger ones wanted to be the ones handing it out. And then the coin flipped, and it's just like, "Well, oh, who's gonna do it?" Just really want to sit
0: here and let other people. Yeah. So we, this is um, the benefit of having a three and a four year old, a three or four year old in your house, is we got a lot of enthusiasm. Lily brought a lot of excitement mm-hmm. and motivation to playing Santa Claus. However, she can't read, <laughs> and so that's that is
1: that is uniquely part of the job description you do need to be able to read
0: that is chaos (laughs) it's fun chaos but we so (laughs) what we tried to do last year was sort of instruct her pick up the present show it I don't know who was sitting closest to her but show it to the person sitting closest to you and they will tell you Mm, yeah and then she lost patience for that yeah and it became. You get a present. A you lot of a presents. presents getting lobbed at people <laughs> where they'd be like, this isn't for me. <laughs> this is wrong. Um, yeah. So the way it's supposed to work is everybody gets a present mm-hmm. and then we open them, right? All at once? Yes. Oh, that's chaos. I know. But <laughs> what ends up happening is. You, especially if, if you have a very... This is where it goes wrong. If you have a very enthusiastic person playing Santa who can't read, <laughs> it starts to sort of... Um, there's a like a cascading effect where everybody has a present. The very enthusiastic, enthusiastic tiny Santa hasn't stopped handing out presents. <laughs> no one has time to tell her because we have presents. And then... And then it became, like, everybody just stopped, looked at what they had, and started passing them back around (laughs) so (laughs) all of the right people had them. Um, What I do is, this is my personal tradition, is everybody gets a present. The idea is everybody gets it, and then everybody opens it. Mm -hmm. But I like to watch other people. So what will happen is I will... I just won't open anything Mm. because I'm watching what I really, Mm -hmm. what I'm watching for is I want to see other people opening the presents. I got them. Yeah. So I don't want to be focusing on what's happening. And also I'm not really being nice to everyone else because I'm like, no, let me see what I got you. And you're not going to see what you got me (laughs) because I'm not doing that. So everyone else will be opening things and, uh, it will then turn into this awkward thing of someone in my family being like, open your presents, open your presents, open that one. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Open, come on, open them up, open them up. So I get bullied into it, Uh, is what happens for me. Okay. And actually, that happens both Christmas Eve (laughs) and then Christmas. All the bullying. And Christmas Day as well. I mean, because, well, here's the thing, Christmas Day Like, that's all my hard work. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that. And so all really what I care about is seeing what everyone else is reacting to the Mm -hmm. things that I got them. Yeah, for sure. So I just end up with a pile of things. It's mostly candles and lotion. I already can tell you that. Because that's what you get after a certain point. You're female, you're going to get candles and lotion. (laughs) And
1: dragon goblets. And
0: uh, yes, and I also got a dragon goblet. And yeah, I got a. Last year, I got a dragon goblet from one son. I got a coffee cup with a picture of the president on it from the other son. And. I got a, oh, I got a picture that Molly and Lily made. Oh, that's nice. So Lily painted the background and then told Molly what to draw on it, and it was a cat. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, okay, so evening. So Christmas Eve is smorgasbord of food. Yes. Including cannibal sandwiches. Presents Mm. with my folks. And my brother and my sister-in-law. Christmas Day then, we get up and it's us, it's orange cinnamon rolls. Oh,
1: yes, the orange cinnamon rolls, which we talked about. Yes,
0: and actually it's orange cinnamon rolls, and the thing I didn't think about to put context to it is one of my son's favorite things, and I haven't, oh, I have to find one. I haven't bought, bought this yet is the chocolate oranges.
1: Oh, yeah. The so ones you, like, is, smash on the table. Yes.
0: So it is orange cinnamon rolls and a chocolate orange. <laughs> at breakfast time. Yes.
1: It's just so funny how it's, like, everything orange except oranges. Except
0: oranges. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes we'll do, we'll like, we'll have an orange juice yeah, uh, as well. See? Yeah. Again. <laughs> but
1: Everything orangey except
0: Yeah. But no oranges. oranges. Yeah. yeah. It's Christmas in Wisconsin. I don't know what you want from me. Not a lot of citrus growing right here. Um, (laughs) And the very first time this happened, I didn't realize it was going to be a tradition. And hear me out. It's because of the way my parents handled it and have handled it for more than 20 years. Um, The very first day, first year that we had Christmas in our own house, Mm -hmm. right, Um, at about 10 o'clock in the morning, my parents showed up. Oh, well, we were just out, we were just out, (laughs) and we thought we would stop by and see what the kids got. And they have done that and said that every single year. For 20 years. For all of those years, yes. Yeah. Huh. We were just out. We just went for a ride. <laughs> okay. You Well,
1: you did from your house yes. to my house. Yeah.
0: You were not. And you know what? Maybe what I don't realize is my parents actually do a Christmas morning drive. Sure. And I've never actually, all I know <laughs> is that every year they just happen to stop at our house.
1: I would have to imagine if you were going to pick a time to do a drive. Mm-hmm. Christmas morning would be a good time because hardly anybody on the road. Right.
0: So right. that's a good point.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: So, so that's a tradition. Awesome. And then we, we did for many many years when my, when my mother in law, uh, and my husband's sister and her family and everything lived around here, we would have it, it was like a lot of food Christmas Day, because we and that's probably why why it was just cinnamon rolls and chocolate oranges for breakfast <laughs> because then we would have lunch at my mother-in-law's house which was usually not like a huge spread but like sandwiches and stuff so like deli meat mm-hmm. and like kind of snacky food like that and then a big supper with my mother and father that's when we do like the ham and the potatoes and it's like christmas day does end in a food coma of epic proportions. Yeah. Biblical, if you will, <laughs> proportions. Feast day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. I have to imagine that that's exactly how he'd like me to end my Christmas day. <laughs> and I let me add to that, I am going to predict that I will end my Christmas day this year not only in a food coma, But probably once again falling asleep to the Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Only time will tell.
0: We aren't caught up, so I have to imagine that's the thing that's going to (laughs) happen.
1: If you keep falling asleep, you're never going to get caught up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know how this works.
0: It's true. I understand that. Yeah. I do get that. (laughs) Fortunately, I'm plucky, (laughs) so I'll catch up. So are we six hours into the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: This might be a record setter.
0: You say that every time we go. Yeah. We no, go. No, what this we This is long. Okay, we're gonna. Have, we'll cut out. We'll just cut out everything I say. Okay, okay. it'll so. be one sided. <laughs> just one sided.
1: Oh, mm. mm-hmm. uh huh. Cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you don't say.
0: <laughs> we should do that. Yeah. It's like. If you have heard them doing famous songs with no backing tracks, mm. it's the same thing. Sure. I'm just your backing track. Yeah. Okay.
1: But necessary.
0: Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so what we were going to wrap up on was to talk about uh, to talk about our next podcast venture. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And to just make sure, because we're coming to the end of the year and because we... Anticipate. Oh, we better get this on the calendar because we actually have to record this, right? Yeah. We anticipate <laughs> um, starting a new podcast. Yeah. So, what you're listening to right now is Simplicity Show. The simplicity Sh- Show. Show. Simplicity show. Yes, and it, uh, we have done this for the last couple of years for. As a thing for simplicity, um, which makes it sound like we're doing this purely out of the goodness of our hearts instead of, like, selfishly because we like to do it. Um, And we are planning to launch a new venture with Arcusa, with Exclamation Services, and launch a podcast as part of our, some of the amazing content that you can look forward to in 2020 under exclamation services.
1: Yeah, more details to come.
0: Yes, you will find... The one thing we know um, is that you will find... We don't have a name for that podcast. <gasps> we have lots of ideas. It is
1: still in pre-production.
0: <laughs> yes, but you will. we're going to launch it right in the same stream so that people can find it. So we hope that... You will uh, listen to the, well, we hope, of course, we hope you'll listen to that when they show up in this stream. We hope then when it's time for that to launch its own stream that you'll follow us and swim in two streams, I guess, (laughs) is the analogy there. Right? Yep. So more to come on that.
1: More to come.
0: Okay.
1: I just hiccuped at the end of that. That's Kind of cut it off. That's
0: cool. That's great. So... We, do have, we will include some links below uh, to all of the interesting articles I found. You'd be surprised how many, maybe not, articles you can find if you just type in Origins of Christmas Traditions mm-hmm. and all of the things you can find. I'll include some of those. This is your biweekly reminder that you can find us on Anchor.fm. You can find us on iTunes, soon to be just on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. as iTunes Goes is yes, <laughs> yes. Is it gone already? I don't uh, know. No, I don't think so yet. Um, and you can also very likely you can hear us on Spotify, which is actually how I listen to us, um, and Google Podcasts as well. Many, many different podcast apps you can find us on, or you can visit us on the Simplicity blog at simplicity.coop/blog, and find all of our episodes there. Listen to everything and enjoy,
1: and Boom. get the show notes. Yep. We have covered a lot of ground today, yeah, we did, yeah, wrapping up it the... was
0: it was pretty self-indulgent <laughs> wow, well, it felt good. Isn't every episode <laughs> yeah, it is. this might have like tipped the scale of self-indulgence, but we are yep. overall pretty self-indulgent
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, hanging in there with us all the way to the end on this lengthy podcast. Thanks. Uh, I can say words.
0: Good work saying words. Yeah.
1: See, it's because I don't have the script in front of me. Don't need it. Don't need it. Know exactly what to say. This is Sue and Vince signing off for now and we'll see you next time.
0: That was wrong. That was all wrong. (laughs) Those weren't even our names. (laughs)